You're listening to the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes. Here are your hosts, Dave and Aaron. Hey, welcome to the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes. We're a podcast focused on discussing local and national cannabis news and culture. I am Aaron. I'm Dave. Yeah, we're the two dope dudes, and we're here again to bring you dope news. What's up, what's up dude? How are you? I'm living the dream. Yeah, we all uh, are, right? Well, so <laughs> they don't know what day it is, but there's supposed to be a bunch of snow coming yeah. soon, and I don't like that. I don't like it either, but I think, uh, you know, it'll be fine. I'm fine. I just fucking hate that stuff. Yeah, it ruins does. ruins a lot of what I like to do. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to get cold and, uh, yeah. it's going to be less likely that we're going to be disc golfing. Yes. Yeah. Which, which is, is, yeah, yeah that's, that that's when, that's when my seasonal, um, funk hits its all time peak. You know what you should do? And I'm, uh, uh, you know, sorry to do this live on the air on the podcast. Maybe you should, uh, maybe you should hunker down and get some of those shorts done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, touche. Yeah. Oh. Now now you got something to look forward oh, to. Oh, this guy. Now you got something to look forward to. Touche. Okay, cool. Dope. That's homies right there. That's homies right there. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yeah, so other than that, everything going good? Having fun? Holidays are over? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah holidays yeah. are over. It's yeah. uh the, the time of the new year where it's like things starting to happen. Starting to prepare for the spring, right? Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's my favorite human in the world's birthday tomorrow, so... <gasps> really? I get to um, spend time. It's my niece. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Girlfriend's yeah. way up there on the list, Understood. too. But my niece is one of my favoriteest people to ever <laughs> be a people, and uh, it's her birthday tomorrow, so I get to... Tomorrow is in tomorrow, tomorrow, or tomorrow is in when this comes out tomorrow? No, tomorrow directly. Oh, awesome. um, and yeah, so I'm going to spend some time with her yeah. today, and I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I know that's one of your most favorite things to do is yeah. hang out. Yeah. Even, I'd say even more so than the disc golfing, but I can't wait to get her out on the disc golf course, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That'll be sweet. Oh, yeah. How, how old is she? Um... Yeah, don't put me on the spot. Yeah, like I just that. Did, yeah, I'm sorry. Seven? Seven? Yeah. It's about time. <sighs> wasn't uh wasn't MJ the under seven uh whoever that that uh young lady is who plays disc golf who's a world champion? Wasn't she seven when she started like uh playing? It's possible. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Shout out to her. Yeah. I'm gonna do plugs real quick. We got uh, some so, actually like fun community stuff to talk about today yeah. uh, in our plugs. So let's Oof. yeah, and the other sad community thing. Yeah, and too. this other sad community thing. Um, but let's get plugs out of the way. So obviously you can find us the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your other favorite streaming podcast apps, two dope dudes YouTube channel. Uh give us a like, leave a review. This helps us reach more people. Uh please comment. It's always fun. Uh, you can find us on supportdopepeople.com along with community events. Uh, if you go there right now, you'll see some updated stuff. Uh, and there's links to our other pods and free st stickers just by providing your email and address as I stumble over my words. Um, yeah, and shout out to uh, the people that are have been helping me with the uh, website stuff. It looks great. 
appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it does look great. Yep. And uh, all of our promo codes are also on there with links to our uh, dope partners. You should check them out and buy T-shirts and or gear. I got some more stuff coming. Maybe dab mats. We'll see. Ooh. Yeah. That's Maybe. fire. Custom dab mats would be cool. Um, yeah. So that's it. I'm Aaron. And I'm Dave. And we're the Two Dope Dudes. We're here to tell you about the Crop Culture Box, where you get a curated selection of quality grow items and seeds to help you plant with a purpose. Use our code 2DOPEDUDES for $10 off any box, $100 or more for new customers. Get the Goat Holiday Box and check out their selection of seeds too. That's cropculture.net. Use the code 2DOPEDUDES. Boom. Also, if you want to, please go to www.mrcbdchicago.com. Mm-hmm. Use the code 2DOPEDUDES two dope for dudes. 10% off. That is T-W-O, Dope Dudes. At checkout for ten percent off your entire order, you can get barbecue sauce. Yep, barbecue sauce. It's new, new drop, and that that's also uh, local people in our community that you know. Um, Hob. Hob. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hundred milligrams. Yeah. Of the old Delta Nine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's five great. milligrams of THC per serving. I I got some not long ago and then had barbecue and uh, it's great. And if you come to oh, the Little fire. Bean Farmers Markets, uh, like the outdoor events, you'll know about this barbecue sauce because it is featured prominently at the food booths. Hob. Yeah, Hob. Shout out to them. Super it's, cool. It's really great stuff. I think uh, the little That's bottles are like ten bucks and the bigger bottles are like. Uh, don't quote me, like twenty bucks, maybe. Really, twenty five bucks, something. Oh, like that's that. fantastic! Yeah, yeah, that's not something bad like at that. all. But you can go to mrcbdchicago.com, and you can get some Delta Nine, baby. Yeah, Delta Nine. That's that good. It's great. All right. Yeah, and then the Green Grow, the Green It's a uh, G R E E N G R O, no W. Uh, you can go there, and that is uh, biologicals and soil for your plants. Uh, a lot of great stuff. And you can use the code 2 dudes for 10% off. Boom. Hell yeah. Um, now, when you're growing, hopefully you're going to be uh, growing organically and using the green grow. Uh, but you'll be doing that because you're going to be making some hash rosin to enter into the Illinois Rosin Competition in February. Oh. This is super dope. I was telling you about this. This is uh, a lot of our friends from the community, Bob's Exotics. Uh, uh, prairie seed selections or prairie grass selections. I just tabbed out of it, so I am not reading it. Yeah, prairie grass selections. Uh, this is going to be uh, February 24th, and it's at the Blue Island Beer Company on the south side. And this is uh, going to be awesome. There's a choose your favorite rosin. Yeah, choose your favorite rosin. There's going to be a uh, like a, uh, what is it, like the crowd's choice? Yeah, we've got some live entertainment yep. at 7.30 to 9. That's the Hendrix effect. I got a feeling it's got to be yeah. some Jimmy covers, right? Yep. Hey, that's fire. Yep, there's going to be general admission, VIP. Uh, there's tables available. There's only 50 VIP packages available, Bob said. So and this is going to be a really What's great What's a Wild time. Leaf Girls? Oh, and uh, yes, Wild Leaf Girls are going to be... Uh, um, Julie is going oh, to be one of the judges. Such good. Yeah, uh, also, our friend fire. Mike from Grow Better Chicago 
um, and the Green Grow. Nice. Uh, yeah, he's going to be one of the judges. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Bob from Bob's Exotics, Serena from Bob's Exotics. Yeah, nice. it's going to be a really good time. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to uh, to go and hang out and be there. And it's our friends. So, like, heck yeah, support dope people. That's super cool. Hell yeah. What else do we got? Uh, Lobian Farmer's Market, New Year's, New Year's Hash Sesh, Carol Stream. It's next week. You have to go. It's going to be awesome. And that's uh, January 28th. And uh, Marky Love from Love Green Culture and I will be there uh, recording live podcast uh, roundtable with a bunch of our friends. You should really come and watch and be a part of it and see all the other vendors. It's going to be a great time. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Eventbrite, uh, Little Bean Farmer's Market or Little Bean Grow Shop, and you can find a link there on their Instagram. And then Dave? Do you want to send some love to our buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from AMPM. Yeah. Yeah. Phil. Phil Montgomery from the PM and AMPM Hemp Farm passed away unexpectedly uh, just the other day. And so uh, they are great uh, members of our community. And, uh, you know, they're just doing send the good some work. Love, all the positive energy. Make sure you guys are telling the people you love that you love them. Mm hmm. Make sure Make you have, yeah, <laughs> progressively realize the worthy ideal. Know what you're doing is worth it, and there's nothing more worth it than the people you sit next to. Yeah. That's what we That's what we do all of this for at the end of the day. Even if some of them get under your skin, don't let that happen anymore. Figure out a way to be more agreeable. Yep. Love the people because we don't have an infinity amount of time with them. So. Respect what we do, and it sucks when we lose the ones that are doing especially really cool things. I don't believe that I had the privilege of meeting Phil personally. I know that the people that I work with were super affected by it. There's a lot of people in the local community, especially in the hemp world, who knew them. And from my understanding, he is one of the greatest guys. Yeah. Just nothing but love. And um, I... I even hearing people talk about it kind of made me feel affected from it. So more than anything, just be out there and uh, make sure you're loving the people that you love. That's it. Yeah. And and all the respect to Phil yeah. and his family, and I'm sorry for what they're going through. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back out of that, though. Uh, if you'd like to, please come have more talks with me on thursday nights at least as for right now 8 p.m on thursday nights you can find me on youtube at peace love and cope yep. um, we play some games we mess around i know that's it but i like to have more talks i like to be more real we like to you know help our friends out make sure everybody knows that they're loved you know, yeah that's it you know find you some peace get you some love um cope when you need it hey, hey. and it might be just token a little you know, a little Look. something. And it might be not token to anything. It might just be hanging out with your friends because yeah. that can be beneficial as well. But having community, having a schedule, having a place where you know you can go uh, no matter what kind of week you're having and uh, you're going to be around people that are cool, positive, and you know that most of them probably love you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can have a good time. You yep. can laugh. You can just listen to people having a good time. It's a good thing. Listen, he talk a lot, too. Yeah. I talk a lot. He sometimes. does. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get on some rants about some things. Get on some rants. Yeah. 
And if he's being a negative Nancy, there's a bunch of people there who, may, who are going to call him out on it. Yeah. Speaking of, let's go to YouTube comments. How about it? Here we go. <laughs> All right. Let me turn that off. Uh, Canna Chris, happy New Year's, gents. Yes. Congrats on half a year in the books of great content. Looking forward to what 2024 brings us. Hell yeah. Thanks, yeah. Chris. You're fantastic. I've actually started to wear that um, shirt quite a bit. Oh, that crop it's culture be, it's shirt. It's becoming yeah. one of my favorite. They're sex. so nice. They are really nice. It's uh, mad right love. I also was in a pinch the other day and went back and smoked some of that citrusy stuff, the really kind of lemony whatever forward stuff that Chris. Oh, was that the, the grape fizzy? No, uh, I can't remember which one Haterade. it was. Haterade. Anyway, let me tell you, yeah. it was nice. I, I think the first time I had it, I had a bunch of other things around and just didn't really give it enough attention yeah. and went back to it and, you know, mm -hmm. some of these local suckers are doing some real good things. Yeah. The guy next to me, he, I, I was like, wait, you did this? You <laughs> you actually grew this with by yourself? Yeah. Look, look at you go, Earth man. boxes. You I think it's are, the easiest way to grow. You guys out there are doing some really cool stuff. Keep on growing yep. so I can keep on smoking. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Next comment, just for you, from our friend Biz. Oh, my golly. What, Biz, why did you, when did you start doing a podcast with this Nancy lady? Yeah, because you were being a negative Nancy, and I said, hey, Biz, tell me right now if Dave's being a negative Nancy. I'm and not being a no, negative Nancy. He was. He was. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Uh, super fun. Oh, Biz, man. you're the best. You know I love you. And then uh, Heisenturp Brothers, can't wait to talk to them at the uh, round table. Those are awesome people doing awesome things in our community. And we're yeah. talking about the uh, Contra Code. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. Oh, select, select. Something like that. Oh, see. Uh, you know what? I said that up, and he down, said. Up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start is what I remember. But there's another one, too, that's out there. He was quoting a movie. <clears throat> yeah, we, we were actually quoting... The Contra Konami code because we're old. Y'all are old, man. I'm I'm definitely old. I used to play Contra though. Same. Was it? That means I'm old too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we're it. old. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I I actually had an epiphany the other day when I looked at all my gray hairs and mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just losing it, and my my knee was hurting. Yep. I'm telling you, it doesn't <sighs> get any better, bro. I'm deteriorating, man. That's. I know. One day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. But I love every fucking minute of Hell it, Hell yeah. Though. It's awesome. At least I feel good doing it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, shout out. Happy New Year. Have a great 2024. Continuing to bring us the latest news. Thanks, Ma. Love you. Oh, Ma, hey. Yeah. Happy New Year. She uh, she always gets stuff from AMPM Hemp Farm, and so does my wife. Uh, they make, uh, like, the, the roll-on. Uh, yeah. Stuff with arnica yeah. in it, which is great. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Sweet. We got some really cool stories. I want to talk about hemp today. I know we've been talking about hemp. I've been seeing more people talk about hemp. Shout out to uh, Cole at a Chill Noise podcast. He's talking to some people, and people are starting to come to the realization that THCA is just weed. Oh. And they're talking about that most of the flour you buy in the dispensaries is just THCA. It's crazy. 
So, oh, since we've been talking more and more about THCA hemp, I wanted about to talk about. They were. Uh, yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm not racing. <laughs> no. I'm not racing, but no, I'm just oh, saying more, we've been talking about it for a while. Right. We've been talking about it for a while, so I want to keep talking about it. This has got to be a... People got to talk about it. And I want to talk about industrial hemp. Yeah. Is that a, a thing? That That's a thing that I think we should talk about. A lot of shit. Yeah, it's I great. think it's really neat. It is. So this is uh, from the U.S. Hemp Roundtable. This is from HempSupporter.com. And this is the United Hemp Industry unveils updated farm bill priorities. This is from January 3rd. So fairly recent. Oh, yeah. So as it reads, as, negoti as negotiations for the next U.S. Farm Bill commence following the new year, a united hemp industry comprised of 33 nonprofit organizations representing every faucet of the supply chain has come together in a historic effort to advocate for the inclusion of seven critical objectives. Summarized with clear legislative language, these objectives aim to create more jobs while providing much-needed regulatory directions for farmers. Here we go. Uh, right. Let me hear it. Specifically, the industry urges Congress to regulate CBD and other ingredients derived from hemp under the existing frameworks for dietary supplement and food additives as outlined in H.R. 1629 and S. 2451. These would probably be uh, House bills and yeah. Senate bills. Yeah. So, number one, they want Congress to regulate CBD and other ingredients derived from hemp under the existing frameworks for dietary supplement and food additives. So, that's probably with the FDA and stuff like that. Okay. Like it? Don't like it. Just we can discuss it more. I just well, want to know initially what do you think? Um, I don't know what we need to regulate about CBD. Okay, fair. To me, personally. Understood. What are we trying to regulate about it? But Okay. It, right. right. Um, I think let everybody, let it go bananas. Let it go bonkers. Right. Let, let every single company in the world use CBD in their products if they so claim to All want right. to. Yep. Two, address the shortage of testing labs and protect consumers by allowing USDA and ISO 17, 17025 accredited labs to test hemp products. Um, that's okay, but what... Because I don't give a fuck how much right. THCA, CBD, CBG, I don't give a flying fuck how much. We, we know how to do that, and it doesn't really matter. People can keep lying and go to shitty fucking labs right. if you want to to get your stuff. But tell me what people have sprayed on this shit. Right. Tell me if it's safe for consumption, because some people will be spraying the shit out of their fields. Yep. So. Three, reduce regulatory <laughs> requirements for hemp grain and fiber farmers via HR 3755 or S980 and or through a fit for purpose approach as outlined here. Now, they want to reduce regulatory requirements. I think that's probably always good. Yeah. Reducing any requirements or regulation is, is good in my opinion. Yeah. Especially uh, in, <laughs> yeah. in a plant or yeah. in a grain or a fiber because that's specifically what they're talking about there. Right. 
to regulate grains and fiber materials is pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Pretty wild. You're you're regulating like particles of dust, basically, at some point. You know what I'm saying? That fiber's too strong. Get it out of here. Yeah. yeah, that's what really is going on there. That hemp grain sure can be used to feed all of our livestock so they're not having to eat a bunch of corn and getting just fat off of fake sugars well, and then shit how and the, then how unhealthy. Will the, how will the GMOs make money? <laughs> Number four, permit, <laughs> permit, permit hemp grain for animal feed. Okay, fair. That's what we need. That's yeah. what I was just saying. Yeah, That's exactly. what we need to do. It should be a thing. Right. Number number five, maintain the the current definition of hemp while balancing appropriate consumer protections with continued market access to popular hemp products. So it says maintain the status quo while balancing appropriate consumer protections. So that's just, that's nothing. That's just saying, uh, keep don't, it, keep, don't change it. Allow us to keep calling right. hemp THCA. Right. Please. Cause that's really helping our business yep. and protecting the consumer because you put the words let in us, there and let said us hemp selling. is hemp. Right. Let us keep selling what we're selling. So long as it's 0.3% by THC or less or by volume yeah. or whatever the fuck we call Promote it. Promote justice, equity, and the planet by repealing the felon ban in H.R. 1428, supporting hemp research at minority-serving institutions, and enhancing climate opportunities through carbon credit programs. I mean, uh, I'm I'm for repealing the felon, whatever felon ban. Uh, it's just all the other stuff is just garbage yeah. around it. Personally. <laughs> Personally. I'm right there. I'm right there with yeah. you. Yeah. Mandate that hemp crops should be deemed compliant unless they exceed 1% total THC as defined by the USDA. They want to increase it. I'm, I'm for it. Run that. Run keep that. It, hey, keep calling it hemp. Increase the THC percent. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I've never seen a one percent THC flower in my life. I don't. I don't even think you could. Bunch of one percenters. I tell you what. Damn it. So oh what it says my is, God, that was really cool. The, this is the first time hemp industry leaders uh, have joined together in alignment on strategic legislative agenda. Last year, the effort was initiated and led by the Hemp Industries Association, the National Industrial Hemp Council, and the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, resulting in a foundational slate of policy priorities announced in April 2023. Following ongoing negotiations and feedback from stakeholders, these priorities were refined and improved into the seven objectives above. See a one-page summary here. Welcome to new tab. Yeah. <laughs> Farm bills have historically played a vital role in shaping hemp policy. Just as the 2014 Farm Bill established a hemp pilot program and the 2018 Farm Bill permanently legalized hemp, the forthcoming version could prove monumental for farmers and businesses. Endorsers express optimism for the possible outcomes. Agreed. With the Farm Bill delayed, it says, possibly beyond the upcoming presidential election, we have an extended window to build upon the substantial strides made this year. The remarkable unity with our, within our industry sends a powerful message to Congress. We will seize this opportunity 
to ensure that the final package reflects and prioritizes the key objectives crucial to the growth and sustainability of the hemp industry, says the U.S. Hemp General Counsel, Jonathan Miller. Jonathan Miller. Yeah. What a smart guy. Here's what I've, what we've been saying and what I've yep. been saying for the whole time is this is now, fucking figure it out, my friends. If you're listening to us right now, you could be on the forefront mm-hmm. of figuring this shit out. The, it's not the forefront. People have been doing it for a couple of years now. But that farm bill is not going to get touched. I wouldn't imagine so. A lot of people are predicting they don't imagine so. Why would they sign a new farm bill for hemp right now before an election year that could cause all kinds of weird swings for fucking whoever the people doing the shit is? They've got enough going on politically. Plenty. And I think that the deadline for this shit to be figured out by is like with September or whatever, right? Because a whole new regime comes in um, starting fucking November. November. Right. So... I'm I just don't see a huge movement happening now and then I don't imagine that the next the the people are going to immediately get in and go oh my god the most important shit that we do is figure out hemp right now what what you're going to see is you're going to see states trying to do it yeah yeah perhaps yeah I just think that I and that's fine let let the states regulate however the states want to cuz that's going to be what ends up happening but as long as you have federal guidance yeah. and as long as that farm bill states that 0.3% and as long as we are all what was there 5000 hemp licenses and yeah. and 200 cannabis licenses wherever the fuck we were reading about last week uh, New York New York you can get hemp mm-hmm. from someone it's available out there, and the product is becoming less because the demand is becoming higher. But 0.3 percent by volume THCA hemp bill. Hear me, friends. Now's the time. We've yeah. got maybe a year or two before this new bill will have to get signed. Inevitably, yeah. they have to figure out the groundworks for what exactly what they set up above. What the fuck does the word hemp mean to begin with? How much THC is a is allowable on each one of these plants, or in inside of products as well because it it, it goes for infusion as well, and um, you know what does that mean for both the people who are cultivating and processing and selling or the consumer of said products because as far as right now goes, federally, THCA is legal. Yep. And you can use it in all sorts of things. And you can make all sorts of things with it. And you should. You should think about stuff that you need or stuff that people need and how you can incorporate it. And, you know, be a part of the, be a part of the, uh, you know, be a part of the process. You're a little, and I'm not telling you to do this because it's bad to do it. Don't you do it now. Okay. But you could take the THCA hemp flower and a curling iron and have a product representable enough to go to this Illinois rosin thing. Well, I okay. don't think you would use a curling iron. Well, a flattening, straightening iron. No, you'd use a dab press, man. Well, you could do that, but, bro, <laughs> I'm telling you for fucking $30. Oh, yeah. You can get into the program, you know. You're already there. And it's not that you're 
like you could actually enter into things. You you are making the real product. I don't but know how to explain. You're making the real product. Yeah, you're making it the is same the real thing. thing. Yeah, this is the real deal. It's just backed by this farm bill because they don't know what they're talking about. Because the terminology of hemp is loosely defined as mm-hmm. 0.3% THC by volume. So long as we stay within our guidelines, uh, which I- is growing abundance of THCA and not letting it decarboxylate, not getting it close to the heat source or any heat source so that it were to decarboxylate. And then not only that, just avoiding, you know, getting fucked with by the by the policy enforcers to begin yeah. with, you know? I understand what you're saying. You were saying that if you took THCA flour and made it into hash rosin it would be it would be the same as everybody that was entering their thc hash rosin into the competition i see what you're saying now it's the same because it's at that point is legitimately this chemically the same thing you've altered it into its final form Mm -hmm. you at that point i cannot tell you that you are doing something of legality um but you are legally able to possess these things yep. in certain quantities mm-hmm. to begin with, at least in Illinois, where we're mainly talking to our people. Yeah. You are allowed to possess cannabis up to 30 grams. You're allowed to possess concentrates up to seven grams. Is it seven or five? I think it's seven. Anyway, it's been a while since I've been in the industry, nor do I care. Just get a fucking medical license, yeah. though, too. That's what we've talked about a lot. If you're really that intimidated by it, get a medical license, and then you're protected yep. way more than you even understand because you're allowed to grow, and then you're allowed to keep everything you grew. So mm-hmm. as long as you keep growing stuff, mm-hmm. then you can have you could have tons of weed at your house, theoretically Literal speaking. Tons. Literal tons. Because the definition defined by state law is that you're allowed to possess your shit. Yeah. So you might need some freezers to keep that fresh frozen, but yeah. you know, it is actually the winter time is great because it gets real cold and it gets uh that's that's when all the good washing happens. Yeah. In fact, I uh, I bought a washer not long ago and I'm uh, probably going to wash next week out in the garage when it's real cold. Bro, I take a wash every day. No, I'm talking about washing that cannabis down oh. and uh collecting yeah. all that uh all those dry things. You know how much I love bubble hash. Come on over, bro. I love that shit. We're we're that's what I got. Bubble my, it is one of my favorite things. And for anybody who hasn't ever made bubble hash before, like old school, mm-hmm. like sat there and fucking stirred, stirred up some fucking weed. Yeah. In a bucket with some ice. Yeah. And then strained that shit out, and then looked at them pucks of putty at the I just there's something to it for me that is like (laughs) one of the most nostalgic parts of cannabis so then I think even consuming any of it takes my brain back to them places where I was like that is it's better than BHO oh fuck yeah yeah get that butane out of here bro no thank you yeah and especially if you don't have a vac oven, and especially if you're not able to make sure that you have not taken all that butane out of there, ugh, yeah, I'm getting sick thinking about it. Yeah, those headaches. Well, hey, good for the U.S. Hemp Roundtable. 
Oh, hey, yeah. good on you. Um, please, hopefully, you get them to loosely define hemp and keep it the same. And hopefully you get them to go up to 1% THC by volume. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be neat. I don't see that ever happening, but... Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, that was... I like that. Yeah. I, I just looked over them again. I was like, I don't see anything I really disagree with. No. Here's, oh, I love this. Dude, this is super cool. Love it. So, this is from Formula Swiss, which is... I don't know. It's industry news. But the future of batteries, hemp-based supercapacitors outperform lithium and graphene at a fraction of the cost. And so I Boom. read this and I was my mind was blown. So what this says is the versatility of hemp seems to know no bounds. Since its legalization for growth in the United States, hemp has been utilized in the production of more sustainable clothing Construction materials, shout out hempcrete, and yep. medicine. Now, it appears that hemp may also revolutionize the world of batteries. Researchers have discovered that hemp batteries can potentially last eight times longer than lithium-based batteries and outperform graphine, graphene at a fraction of the cost. That's huge. That is huge. That's huge. It would be cool as shit to have Elon just convert everything. He said, fuck that. A, his machines would be, I don't know, I don't know how much heavier they would be or not, but seems like a metal-based thing compared to a plant-based thing would be substantially less yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah, make them rockets even quicker. <laughs> Most of the batteries used in automobiles today are made from lithium-ion, a material known for being expensive and increasingly scarce. In a scarce, scarce, whatever... Potato, potato. Yeah, bro. Whatever you're into. <laughs> in response to these limitations, a team of American and Canadian researchers have developed a battery using hemp bast fiber, the inner bark of the plant that often ends up as waste in landfills. Huh. So uh, straws and batteries. Oh, shit, dude. Everything. Uh, it, it's so yeah. crazy how many alternatives... Can uh, hemp? I didn't mean to say cannabis. Hemp offers to us for the sustainable future, mm -hmm. and for us to be using plant-based things instead of having people mine shit in the worst conditions mm -hmm. possible for pennies, so yep. that we can rock our iPhones. We could be, um, you know, having a few plants grown. Anywho. I'm super into it. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, it's construction goods. It's combustibles. It's like literally, it's everything. It's crazy. The researchers transformed the woody hemp pulp into carbon nanosheets, which they used to build supercapacitors comparable or superior to graphene, the current industry gold standard. Graphene, a synthetic carbon material that is both lighter than foil and bulletproof, is unfortunately costly to produce. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that graphene had that. Um, I think, yeah, if you layer it enough. Shit. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. The I mean, if you layer anything enough, it's bulletproof, true. I think. The inventor of this innovative technology, David, David Mitlin, a chemical engineer, spoke to the BBC about his team's breakthrough. 
people ask me, why hemp? I say, why not? We're making graphene-like material for a thousandth of the price, and we're doing it with waste. Mitlin first published a description of the hemp battery in the journal ACS Nano in 2014. A recent demonstration by a YouTuber compared the performance of a hemp battery against a lithium-ion battery, and the results were astounding. The hemp battery was eight times more powerful. Tesla's new million-mile battery, made from lithium-ion phosphate, is designed to last twice as long as conventional lithium-ion batteries. However, even this advanced battery cannot compete with the power and renewability of hemp-based batteries. So there's a whole uh, whole YouTube about it, or a whole uh, YouTube video about nine minutes about it. So implications for the future and conclusion. Uh, the development of hemp batteries offers a more sustainable and affordable alternative to lithium ion and graphene-based batteries. Yes, it will be good. Conclusion, this is good. Okay. That about sums it up. <laughs> I mean, it was it was gonna be it was gonna be like two more whole paragraphs saying the same, the same thing. Shit, yeah, yeah. This is good. This is why it's good. Hey, because this it's is hemp good. and it's not the other shit. It's and good. it's cheaper. And it, yeah, it's yeah. cheaper. It outperforms. <laughs> hey, listen. Good on every single use yeah. of hemp to, you know. But yeah, I've, I've I because I work for a hemp company right now. I'm seeing some very, very neat things. Yeah. I, I have I have seen some of the neatest um building materials, insulation, wood like composite board almost mm-hmm. that, that is it was one of the Fireproof. I said, Can I break this? They said he said, I hope you can. And he was like, Please try as hard as you can. And I was <laughs> like, because I just, I just wanted to see how strong it was. There there no I mean just this one I think it was a half inch thick. Um like board that they'd use for building made, made out of hemp. I could not break the thing with all of my might, oh, slamming awesome. it on my knee and shit. I'm like, oh, I think I got a bruise, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That's awesome, yeah, dude. Sh- layers of um, insulation for your house that is uh, flame retardant that, that actually would stop. the th- Your house just wouldn't burn down. It just wouldn't spread the fire like that. The damn shit is fire proof pretty much you that's, know i mean that's it, awesome yeah I, it's crazy it's it's really neat. i don't want to say fireproof because yeah you know it is said anything on it's fire, fire retardant enough it is fire resistant yeah 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 that's awesome great article thanks formula swiss and then uh oh no that's that this is the one oh i, I knew you were gonna love this she- this is from high times magazine do love you know Cannabis is still the world's most used substance, UN report says. According to the United Nations, there are an estimated 219 million cannabis users worldwide with the number trending upward. That's, um, I'm actually surprised that that's it. Me too. I knew you were going to say that. I'm actually but this surprised that that's it. This is the world drug report for 2023. I feel like there might be 200, however many million... American cannabis users. I mean, we only 300 million people. I think that it, a lot more people are closet users of this shit now. Than you think there's ever only before. 100 million people who don't smoke pot in the United States? Nah, it's probably a bad <laughs> estimation because there's a lot of kids and shit, you right. know? Fuck them but, kids. <laughs> when they grow up, they're going to smoke some pot. Yeah. Yeah. The, hey, 
and we'll we'll as long as we lay the groundwork and mm-hmm. we make it a safe thing to enter into then you know don't be scared of your kids yeah. consuming this thing i was talking to a buddy yesterday who told me about his kids consuming uh the medication that they've been taking because of social anxieties and all the weird shit and i said listen have you ever considered cannabis and it was just like this uh kind of mute point for a minute because are you you trying to tell me that my kids should consume weed they should smoke weed or or whatever and i was like man I just, I don't know. Like, that's not my intention to tell you that. But you fucking use this shit. This makes you feel good. And instead, because the poor kid is going through fucking rough stuff at school, like every fuck, I that's why most of us use the shit to begin with, because we were going through weird shit at fucking high school. We weren't socially accepted or we didn't feel socially capable enough or whatever the fuck it was. Then And then we found that level of comfort in cannabis Mm -hmm. and the kids who openly said, well, I'm the fucking stoner kids or whatever. They all kind of banded together and we had a safe, comfortable place for us to exist in where we didn't have to try to fit in, in especially today's standards of whatever the fuck is going out there with inclusion. So I feel bad for these kids, but the answer was. Inclusion is good. Like everybody should be able to feel included. But, the, but, the, but it, it's that it, idea where where they get where they start getting like very specific and stuff is where it just goes off the rails. That's that's the whole you, thing. That, is the, the I, like, I knew what that's the, what you meant, but correct. I just wanted to. I and it, fine. Everybody needs to feel like they're a part of something, yeah. whatever. But I wasn't made out to be part of the jockey crowd. Right. I was really good at the sports that I played. I actually was really. I, I mean, I played fucking golf and tennis when I played whatever, but. I was good at the shit, but I wasn't like some jock. I wasn't some bro. I wasn't some hangout in the fucking mm-hmm. gym rat type shit. Hell no. Slam beers and guy. a lot of us aren't, right? Yeah, I was hell yeah. <laughs> I was kind of more on that crowd anyway. But I got along with every, I mean, you know, I, I fit to. in a little bit here and there, but it was because I was the weed guy. Do uh, you know what I mean? Yep. It made me more acceptable. Hey, it's just the weed guy. He can come by. He's just, he's like, you know, the token friend. Anyway, uh, moral of that whole thing was it sucks that kids are fucking consuming synthetic made-up. And they're drugs, my friends. The shit that that your kids are consuming because you're scared and you don't want your kids to consume this other thing, it's still fucking drugs. There's some synthesized bullshit that play with the chemical balance in our fucking brain. And... Some of it is very beneficial, but some of it can be very fucking harmful, especially long term. So, you know, it it also might be better in some capacities to, you know, I don't know. It's it's like it's a little bit of everything. So I guess maybe too um therapy's a great thing. Cognitive behavioral therapies are beautiful things too, but a, li- a little a little cognitive behavioral therapy with a little bit of cannabis can go a fucking long way. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why it hasn't gone a long way is because of the stigma that exists around it and because we're also accepting to walk into this fucking doctor place and go, hey, man, I don't know shit about shit. I don't know what's going on inside me at all. I have no clue what it means to be anatomical or physiological. I got none of that shit. And then... So just you, 
put your wrists out and let them slap some cuffs on you and then just take the wheel, man. Yeah. We all got some coping mechanisms that might work, though. That's what I'm saying. And we all have a medicine here. It's not because I'm trying to promote anything. Cannabis is recognized medically, at least in a lot of states. Um, there is a medicine available that is plant-based, not very harmful, and, uh, you know. Kills cancer. I mean, fuck, the, the laundry list of things that it has done is unbelievable, but the, the it's maybe better for the laundry list of things it hasn't done, including kill fucking people. Yeah. And that talks about some of this here. It says, drug use continues to be high worldwide. In 2021, one in every 17 people aged 15 to 64 in the world had used a drug, a drug, in the past 12 months. Do you think that they consider drugs to be alcohol or no? Maybe. Because you got to imagine way more than one in every fucking 17 people in this world is drinking alcohol. So the estimated number of users grew from 240 million in 2011 to 296 million in 2021, 5.8% of the global population aged 15 to 64. This is a 23% increase, partly due to population growth, the report's executive summary said. According to the report, cannabis continues to be the most used drug with an estimated 219 million users in 2021. How the fuck did they get some worldwide report anyway? Listen, I'm into this, but I just, there's also a lot of places, legit, not fucking around, still, especially in the Eastern world, where if you get caught with the shit, they'll kill you. Well, there's also like, Silk Road and places where they're still making, you know, hash up in the mountains. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm just saying, fucking, you know, what was it? We, I did a report on somebody, I think it was Singapore, that got caught with, um, oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was, a couple of pounds of weed, and they publicly hung them or some yep. shit. That was last winter. I remember yeah. that. I remember. I think it was three pounds of weed publicly hung. So it's crazy as shit. That number is also trending upward, perhaps a product, a byproduct of legalization in the United States and elsewhere, but the report also shows a gender divide when it comes to cannabis use. Use of the drug is increasing, and although globally cannabis users are mostly men, the gender divide is reducing in some, in some subregions. Women account for 42% of cannabis users in North America. Opioids... Oh, wow. Meanwhile, continue to be the group of substances with the highest contribution to severe drug-related harm, including fatal overdoses, according to the report. Yeah, that, yep. That's why shout out to the, uh, the um, Illinois law that says if you're prescribed opioids, you can get your medical card instead of using the opioids. Yeah. And uh, that, that was one of the greatest things. Uh, it was cool. That, yeah, for sure. It was cool. It what what sucked about it more than that was that it it turned people who were using things abusively to begin with into abusers of cannabis at some capacity too. I'm not. It's here's the difference though. Once they got to the point where they were, I would say, abusing cannabis, and I throw that them in quotes because each individual does their own thing. But there were some people who I would say. It was just another thing to get intoxicated on. But I did watch some of them people accidentally start liking cannabis more. 
and then stop using opiates. And so that was cool. There is a there is a direct trade off for that. Um, Opioids, meanwhile, continue. Oh, I did. I yeah, I did say that. That will come as little surprise to those in the United States, which has been mired in an opioid pan- epidemic for more than two decades. So used to saying pandemic. Yeah, I know. According to the CDC, the number of people in the U.S. who died from a drug overdose in 2021 was six times the number in 1999, and the number of drug overdose deaths increased more than 16% from 2021 to 20, 2020 to 2021. Excuse me. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, among the nearly 107,000 drug overdoses um, that resulted in death in the United States in 2021, more than 75% involved were because of opiates. Mm-hmm. And... That shit's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's too much. It's too great. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's other things, too. Cigarettes, I think, are fucking a monster. Alcohol is another monster. So we know that those numbers right there do not include alcohol right. or cigarettes. Because I think cigarettes alone, I think, are killing 100,000 people a year themselves. And, you know, we, we started to have a great alternative, uh, great smoking Sustation and vaping, but they, you know, killed all that too. Yeah. Made it increasingly harder. And now you just get pre made stuff from China, everybody with the little pods that you buy. Yeah. And uh, that stuff's not healthy, probably. <clears throat> it says, according to the report, most drug use disorders are related to cannabis and opioids, which are also the drugs that lead most people to seek drug treatment. But opioids remain the most lethal drug. And an estimated 60 million people engaged in non-medical opioid use in 2021, 31.5 million of whom used opioids, mainly heroin. Opioids remain the leading cause of deaths and fatal overdoses, accounting for nearly 70% of the 128,000 deaths attributed to drug use disorders in 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, I... Yep. This I mean, goes, we all... Uh, I still... Even though I know that it exists out there, I still don't, I have not seen a direct case where cannabis was the only intoxicant in somebody's system when they passed away from overdose. Right. I have yet to see that. I have seen cannabis involved in the plethora of drugs that people have in their system, but... I don't think that once you have a problem with one thing, and that's why I even brought it up when I talked about somebody who has an addiction problem to opioids. Right. I don't think that adding cannabis into that is necessarily a great thing. I think it's a great alternative, but you know, and and I guess maybe I'm contradicting even myself because I think it's probably fine. Colorado did a report in like twenty. 16 or 2018 or something that when they oh it had to been like 2016 because it was a year report after recreational cannabis came out they saw a reduction of overdose by opiates by Mm -hmm. like 50 percent yep it was an immediate one year drop in their state they saw 50 percent reduction in opiate overdose and Somebody came out and said, man, that's great because everybody's just moving from opioids to cannabis and they're not dying from it. 
somebody else countered that and said, perhaps what we're looking at is that cannabis might expand the threshold for the opiate overdose. So per se, the the limit was 10 before whatever. I'm just trying to visualize yeah. for you. If, if, if you had a limit of 10 before and you couldn't do over 10 with the opiates, Cannabis might push that limit up to 11, 12, oh, 13. The old, the old gateway drug. And, it, and it's not <laughs> that it gateways. It's that it keeps your system more homeostatic. It's that it doesn't allow it to shock at 10. Right. It doesn't allow you to be toxically overdosed because there is something in balance okay. or that there's something else it within your system that is keeping a balance. So they said that 50% of the people who stopped using opiates or or stopped the overdose mm -hmm. was because they stopped using opiates. They believe that 50% of people who stopped having overdose or toxic shock from the system was because cannabis was in their system Fair. and they were able to not hit that point of toxic shock, which is against what I was just saying that perhaps, you know, um, cannabis in conjunction with opioids could be a bad thing. It's just bad if you misuse it. It's bad if it becomes another addiction yeah. that you don't have control over and you're not using for a direct purpose, which if you're using it for the direct purpose of alleviating some of the opiate use or even some of the symptoms that you're using opioids to begin with and you find comfort from it, well, then cannabis is a great alternative. But if you're using it on top of still using all your opiates or whatever because those aren't doing it all the way, so you need to add a little something else to do a little something more, now I think what you're doing is instead of having that 10 as your threshold, now you're forcing 13 to be your threshold, which I think that threshold has something to do with our level of intoxication too, what we feel as intoxication. Yeah. So if we're constantly, if we have the expanded 13 box how much more opiates can we do and you're just you're you're hurting your system more mm -hmm. i think i think zero is probably a good place yeah. you know if if your system is perfectly running and you have zero opiates narcotic anything yeah. anything we that's just excess right that's that's the outside stuff when i talk about health it's your head the food you ingest and the way that you exhaust the food because that's the energy if you're doing those three things, just thinking about it and then going and executing the other two, I mean, you're perfectly fine. You don't need medicine. But who we're talking to a lot of times are people who need medications and or especially in dispensaries and shit. They're people seeking an alternative to this thing that they use as a medication that ultimately has been harmful to them. That's ultimately hurt them, shutting down different fucking portions of your system you can't fucking shit. Yeah, legitimately, I'm sorry for my language. You probably got to bleep me out more. They can't. I, they, I never do. Oh, okay, I don't bleep that's anything. Good. Yeah, put us 18 or older. You can't, you can't, you know, they can't poo, right? They can't. It sucks that the thing that's supposed to help you can mm -hmm. be so fucking harmful to you. I just don't see that in cannabis. Yeah. The only time that I've seen cannabis be harmful to anybody was with Cannabis hyperemesis, which is a real thing that does exist. 
just stop fucking using it then because there's a better chance you were overusing it, right? Instead mm -hmm. of using it properly for what you need to use it for, Correct. you continually needed to lean on it all the time, and that caused you to have harm. Um, or from the paranoia or anxiety that, that cannabis does cause. If And, and yep. that's what I've been, I talked about on Thursday night. I was talking about last week kind of a little bit. I'm super pumped to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Setting up this tolerance or gaining this tolerance to the intoxication of cannabis because I think being scared of this intoxication, I think being off put by what it does for you, one, you're probably using too much, but two, it's a psychological thing. It's something that we're more intimidated by. When I tell people, go get as fucked up as you can, go yep. get as blasted as you humanly can, and then sit there for a minute, and you'll realize it's nothing bad. There is some um, vasodilation. There is some um, blood flow increase. So so for people who got, you know, uh, uh, blood regulation shit going on, mm -hmm. you know, don't go crazy with it. But right. get to the point of intoxicated where you go, holy shit, I feel kind of messed up. Yep. And then sit back for a minute and go, wait a minute, what is it? Why am I, am I scared of it? it? What is going on within me? Because I've got everything I need around me. Right. I don't have to go anywhere. Do it before you got to go. Don't, you don't got to go anywhere. The people you love are just a phone call yeah. away or maybe sitting within the same yeah. household as you. You got food in the refrigerator. We got shelter. We're sitting within it. What, what more do we actually physically need? And then once you realize you are comfortable as yourself, yep. once you realize that you don't need to seek happiness or health or whatever because we actually have it in the current moment, that, holy shit, I actually am very comfortable. Some of those anxieties that naturally existed in me kind of went away. That fuck-it-all that exists within cannabis is, is somewhat built by also having a tolerance to it is being accepting of it going wait a minute this is the thing that makes me comfortable and it's not the thing that i should be scared of nor do i it's it's not even believe that it's going to harm you or not your body will tell you when it's actually harming you. yeah you're going to start puking yeah. that's 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 what most people seem to go through or you're going to get so paranoid anxious but that's what i'm telling you Sit in that. Tell me why you feel paranoid and anxious. Is it because of this intoxication, this little... Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people enjoy that. A lot of people laugh their asses off. A lot of people listen to music and enjoy it more. A lot of people finally get the energy that they need to get up and go do some stuff. They finally shrink down the world from all the anxieties that they had around them to be within the box that you exist within and to get the things done within the box that you need to do first. Mm -hmm. We got to do the laundry and we got to do the other stuff. And if we keep putting that all off because we're so fucking anxious about everything else, you know, I'm just saying it's it's a slippery slope in there a yeah. little bit sometimes, but you can find a comfortable place and it might just be in getting a little bit of tolerance for the thing, understanding that it is far less harmful than some of the things that are by the hundreds of thousands causing death in this you know, at least, it, and not even in the world, just in fucking America. In your community. Just in, in your communities. If we took statistically the numbers of what we're talking about, a hundred and something thousand people, and then you break that down by 365 fucking days a year, mm -hmm. and then you break that down by the 50 states that we live within, 
you're going to realize real quickly there's like six, seven people in every state dying every fucking day because of some opiates. Mm -hmm. I think it's four and a half from opiates. I think it's six or seven from cigarettes in our states. Now, some are more populated, obviously, and that's just an average, right? Yeah. That's fucking wild. It is wild. So a day. Every day in every one of the 50 states, not just the one that you live in, right? So it's it's hundreds and hundreds of people a day. I, I don't know, man. I have I have one or two friends that have died from opioid. I've overdose. got family that's died yeah. from opiate overdose. Yeah, I've got I've got direct family that has been fully addicted yeah. to opioids that were prescribed by the doctors yep. that they go to. I've watched family members buy hundreds if not thousands yeah. of vicodins and norcos and fucking whatever from the if you want to talk about an illegal drug trade yeah that motherfucker is way more abundant than this cannabis thing and that's what like you know where when does the tug of war go in a direction that makes any logical sense we can't say that losing a hundred thousand people is fucking more worth it than than having cannabis laws in place. No, this doesn't make sense. So figure out the terminology or something because this thing is far more beneficial whilst also being far less harmful. And I don't, you know, I don't know when, when do we take that dive, you know? When does it, because I hope it's within my lifetime. I, I mean, remember when we were kids, we never thought marijuana was going to be legal. Yeah. So, and here we are. Yeah, well, and so I'm, like, I'm with you there. We, we can have some optimism for sure. Yeah, especially if we keep talking about it. Well, I think there's got to be a way yeah. where eventually one day, you know, we do talk to the 8 billion people out there and say, hey, it's... Don't be scared, man. <laughs> don't be scared. Just, don't be scared. You can, you can grow it really easily. And if you, you get you it from fire. a reputable source and you know not hey let me tell you not, maybe you can't yet but listen to what this guy got to say because he can yeah he grew some phenomenal shit lately i i've blown away by it Le legitimately appreciate for, it yeah no i mean for a homegrown cannabis i i'm i'm right. very impressed it's everything that it's, you asked for you said i wanted tight buds <laughs> i wanted lots of crystals i wanted it to smell good, good. i wanted it to smoke good and it, it checks off all those boxes. You don't yeah. need PGRs. You can do it all organically. You can yeah. do it in a sub-irrigated planter and uh, just feed it rock dust. That's all you got to do. Water and rock dust. Plants are happy. I hope that makes sense to all of you out there. Get some good genetics. It just, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's really a big thing, too. And then, and then you have to put in the time, just like we always say. You have to put in the time. You have to do the work. Yeah. You have to care about it. You have to cure it correctly. You have to do all the things, but it's, it's but that's, easy. It's it's a big portion, too, I think, of taking your health into yeah, your own hands. Exactly. That's what I yeah. hope to help everybody with. Find this space where you feel comfortable, where you don't have to be anxious. What if something happened to me? Well, then I would just go back to my cannabis notebook, yep. and I would go, wait, what what part of cannabis helps me do this thing? Right. How do I find that? You know, and that, and it's not that there isn't Western medicine out there that is very beneficial, and it's not that opiates aren't very beneficial because I will tell you this: post surgery and shit, yeah. 
I think you probably want some opiates after they cut off limbs from people. I think they're probably okay to have some opiates yeah. because that shit is mighty effective. Yep. I don't know that you just cut somebody's leg off after whatever and you give them a joint. I don't know that they're going to feel as comfortable. That's not the level of pain relief that we're dealing with. So Probably opiates take are that, far more beneficial. Take that to the dome and get paranoid about what they're doing with your leg. Please fucking be weirded out. Like, Where's my leg at? Where's my leg? I want to see that motherfucker. But that's that's my whole, <laughs> you know, there there there's... A useful place for all of this shit. It's just where it's seeped over to. And then like when there's a hundred thousand deaths a year from cannabis, we'll we'll yeah. retalk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about when it. When there's a thousand fucking deaths a year from cannabis, we'll talk about this again, you know? But so long as right now we still as a country claim zero. We claim one. The, the a woman in Massachusetts who worked in the uh, pre-roll section who uh, died of uh, repeated uh, particle <clears throat> inhalation. Bingo. I say that's fair fair to call it one. Bingo. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's people that have probably had like um, marijuana bales, fall on them. bales of cocaine. Yeah, drop. I mean, on I'd say melon. if we're gonna say one, you know, that's at least one. But. Yeah, in, they, they should have had PPE. In well, and that's again completely from different cannabis from use. ingestion. Yeah, you're right. Right, I would, you know, environmental hazard. There are yeah. plenty of people. Actually, I've seen plenty of people who are allergic to growing cannabis. So maybe growing cannabis isn't your end thing yeah. if you're allergic to it in that capacity. But it is. It is. It is all part of the same thing of taking your health into your own hands. That includes uh, if you can. Uh, produce your medicine then you should because then you can control what goes into it and you can tailor it and and taking your health into your own hands by understanding how the plant works to regulate your system is is you and it's the same mission you know what i mean it's it's all part of the same thing and we're here to try and help you you know be on that journey yeah i as as much as anything you know just uh, do something for yourself. Respect mm -hmm. yourself. Know that you are way smarter than you think. Yep. Giving all the power over to doctors and stuff just because you didn't go to doctor school. They study every part of the body. One part of your body hurts. Find out why that part of your body might hurt. And don't do it through WebMD. Do it through, you know, anatomical and physiological, anatomy and physi physiology. Um, go through actual scientific human reference understand why your body is functioning the way that it is mm -hmm. understand maybe if you're diagnosed by a doctor what that terminology means because a lot more people don't even know what ms means or don't know what fibromyalgia means that that have the condition they know that they feel bad yep. but but to understand what it's affecting and how it's affecting and and then go wait a minute okay if it's causing great inflammation or causing consistent spasticity or causing headache, pain, nausea, inflammation, fucking stress, anxiety, <laughs> any, you know, the laundry list of things that cannabis has been known to be beneficial towards, go, wait a minute, I can find something to at least alleviate my symptom. Is it going to take away the MS or the fibromyalgia? No, but neither is Western medicine. Right. And I'm not 
you know, I'm not saying that there won't be some breakthrough, hopefully within our lives, to start curing, legitimately curing some of the harm that has been caused to our anatomy and physiology, especially caused by shit that is GMO yeah. and fucking, you know, um, just the Lab bad grown. source of shit yeah. that we are continually consuming, including our food, including just everything, right? Yeah. So one aspect of it that you can greatly take into your hands and have a source of alleviation from all of it is cannabis. It's yep. a beautiful tool to put into your tool chest to make you feel comfortable, you know, also give you something to do. Yeah, give you something to do, and uh, you can help improve the world with hemp. You can make some battery. Well, I don't some... know if you can or not, but you could. You could. They can. <laughs> How long would it... Uh, this is my favorite thing to ask, you know? How long would it take us? Because why we a lot of us aren't, like, super smart, right? Right. There's a lot of super-ass smart people yeah. in this world that have done some really cool shit. Um, but how long would it take us if they left us in the woods, just us two? And they, even if they gave us, let's say, a gun and uh, a hatchet so that we cut down trees, how long before we turned on a light bulb? Um, how long before we sent a text message? Are there know? light bulbs in the world, or do we have to produce a light bulb? No, that's what I'm saying. we got to produce it. We're left oh, in the like, woods. We're like, just out in the woods. Yeah, it's like uh, how many Recently. people does it... Uh, take to make a pencil make a pencil you know what i mean that's oh, that's the great thing well first first you have to be able to mine the stuff then you have to be able to transport the stuff so you got to invent rubber so you can have cars you oh, have shit, wheels we don't even need you, rubber we need a horse and a buggy that's, well you i know. mean that's what i'm but i'm i'm talking about producing we, pencils do you we, understand like all we the don't things? need it for the mass world we just need it for me and oh, you okay. to use you know, anything, right? And that's like yeah. all these great things yeah. that we rely on so lot. desperately to be part of. We could we could stick a seed in the ground and watch it grow next yep. to us, though. Grow and we medicine. sure would have a, a, a place to find some medicine. We'd have a place to find some comfort. Mm -hmm. We'd have a place to find some nutrients, mm -hmm. some sustainability for ourselves, some, some clothing, some you know, fiber to make us some clothing. We yeah. have literally everything within one plant. It's like the Swiss army knife of how the fuck do you survive? That's right. Right. Swiss army knife. Right. And because otherwise, you know, well, let's not be crazy. We've got Amazon, right? So long as we got Amazon, you know, you don't need anything. So long as there's a dispensary down the street, I guess you don't need anything, but you can take some of that responsibility back, grow a plant, and, uh, you know, have all kinds of comforts of life. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my mom. She uses hemp for her. Uh, she does scarves and stuff. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. She hemp fiber is like great. Weaving. Hemp yeah. weaving. It's pretty yeah. cool. That's super sweet. Yeah. Let's go, Ma. Yeah, let's go, Ma. You can, you can do it for everything. So, But, uh, hey, great show today. Thanks, man. Hell, yeah. yeah it was, I had a great time. Always have a great time hanging out with you, hanging out with your friends, getting high. Shout out to... Uh, Family Cannabis Crew 420 for providing the great uh, wedding crasher, wedding wedding cake, wedding cake. Great stuff. Shout out to you. Uh, love you all. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Smoke, and I do love you all too. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Or every other day if that's what your diet says. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great one. Peace. Later.
Yo, ding dong, we're done here. Time to go. 